Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, offer no resistance to the one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand over your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on the one who wants to borrow. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good, and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the taxpayers, collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is the unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Thank God the gospel tells us that the Lord causes it to rain and to fall on the just and the unjust. Because I think we're both, and the rain yesterday was beautiful and refreshing, so, and the sun today, so it was beautiful. When we read the scriptures, the gospel message, sometimes the message or what is being transmitted is very difficult to comprehend but we do it anyway as an act of faith. And sometimes the contrary to that, sometimes the message seems quite simple or almost can become trite, but it's very difficult to follow. Let me give you an example. John chapter six, ring a bell, the bread of life discourse. Here's our Lord telling his disciples and the people, unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you will not have life eternal. For my body is real food and my blood is real drink. And then we go to verse 66 and it says that many people walked away because they couldn't accept or understand that teaching, the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. Well, look at the ch church this morning. I think that we pretty much, that difficult teaching, I think you all are here to receive, not only be nourished from the word of God, but from the body and blood of our Lord. But let's go today to the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter five. It's very familiar to us. I'm sure as Deacon Borelli was reading it, you could almost predict what's going to come next. An eye for an eye, 
Love your enemies. Pray for those to persecute you. Turn your other cheek. Very simple, but very difficult to do. For everyone. But what is the Sermon on the Mount? It shouldn't be reduced just to a code of ethics or a moral law to follow. But what truly is it? We start with the Beatitudes. We've read those. Then you were told during this time that you are the salt of the earth, that you are the light of the world. And then what we see today is how we should love, how we should pray for our enemies. Later on in the Sermon on the Mount, we are told how we are to pray by the Our Father. Think about the times in your lives when you have maybe been hurt or disappointed by a trusted friend, when a co-worker in the office has stabbed you in the back, where your business partner has some, done something totally unorthodox. How many of you have responded in this manner? I know I certainly have not. And it's difficult. And it's not attainable by us on our own. My family was hurt tremendously by a person that came to realization with this last year. And I spoke out that I wanted vengeance. I wanted retribution. I wanted to do everything in my power to see that justice was done. And I'm not making light, justice is true. We have an obligation to work for justice. But the law of God is different than that. It's calling us to something further, to mercy and love and forgiveness. So what is the Sermon of the Mount? It's what God wants to give us. It's a reflection of who he is as father. That's why in the Gospels it says, but I say to you, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly father. So think about the times that we have received that unmerited grace or forgiveness or whatever trial or tribulation when we see ourselves out of that, maybe we didn't see God at this point. It's still a footprints prayer or poem. But when we look back, we see God was truly always with us. It was one of my children that said, Dad, that is not the mentality you should have. You should pray for this person because we too want to see him in heaven. Wow, that's who God creates us. That's why the Beatitudes say, say inherit the, the kingdom as children, because children have not been polluted with all the baggages that we adults carry. So how do we do that? How do we take that good news that God the Father wants to give us, reflect upon us, 
is we have to ask. We have to ask the Holy Spirit. We don't pray. I know I don't pray enough to the Holy Spirit. Seems like the second, after the Second Vatican Council, we don't speak about the gifts and the fruits of the Spirit. Especially since confirmation was kind of changed a little bit back to the restored order. But we have to, this Lenten season, let's use this as a time to intentionally pray. To ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Wisdom, counsel, fortitude, piety, fear of the Lord, understanding. Those are instincts. Then we unite our hearts with those of the sacred heart of Jesus. And as the prophet Ezekiel says, he takes our stony hearts and he makes them into hearts of flesh and hearts of love. And only he can do that. We cannot do it on our own. And the Holy Spirit will guide us on that. That will lead us to perfection, to be perfect as our Holy Father is perfect. Not in the perfection that we understand that we won't make mistakes, but in the Greek word of perfection, that teleos, that that's completeness, that receiving the divine life of God that wants to come into our heart and change us. So I will pray for all of you and pray for all of us the clergy, our families, asking the Holy Spirit to give us those gifts so we then can receive the fruits of the Spirit, meek, joy, love, kindness, to truly transform the world and set it on fire. Amen.